Hey, what you waiting on? Check, check, cause on your phone. This the Tony Sands show. Turn your radio on. Kelsey just turned down like a field goal, so we in the zone. Got games like a stadium. I'ma go ahead and pack the dome. I'm cooler, smoother. Make you think with your medulla. You a student, I'ma school you with the facts that I'm producing. This is for the high schoolers, college students. Nah, everyone can do it. Do this, I ain't new to this. My style is rich, it's lucrative. Maneuver through it. You know it's fashion. You know it's so sensational. Like my big homie Tony. You BBS Radio. Yeah, Anthony, Jim Hill from CBS 2 and KCAL 9. First of all, congratulations and good luck. Um, seems like we've been talking about you coming here for months and months now. How relieved are you that it is finally over? And what was the most difficult part of this process for you? Um, thank you. I think the most difficult part for me was just not knowing, you know, um, the unknown. You know, it was whether, you know, I get traded or whether, you know, I go back to New Orleans. Um, so I think the unknown was just the most difficult for me. And then when, uh, you know, it, it was announced that I was being traded, um, I want to say it was a sign of relief. It was just, you know, you know something that, you know, that I, I've thought about for a long time. Um, obviously, it was tough for me to, you know, leave a city that I've been playing for for seven years, but, um, I think it was, you know, best for me, and it was my time. But when, you know, when I found out I was getting traded to the Lakers, um... we're back here live on the Tony Sands Show. Another week. Listen, it's going to these next two weeks is going to be big when it comes to the Tony Sands Show. We have one of the biggest shows coming up on the thirtieth that I think we've ever had when it comes to college and high school football. We have three young men out of Deerfield Beach, Florida, that will be making their commitments here on the Tony Sands Show. And when you look at nationwide, when you look at our show nationwide and when it comes to guys signing, these high school guys wanting their information out among the masses, they always call here to the Tony Sands Show to make sure that their information and that their commitments are put out on the big stage. And we put it on. We're going to be at Duffy's. July 30th, iHeartRadio, the BBS Radio, the Tony Sands Show. We're putting it down at Duffy's on Federal Highway in Hillsborough here in Deerfield Beach, Florida. It's going to be a show that you do not want to miss. But with further ado, I'm bringing my main man on the show. Maurice, what's going on, man? Hey, what's going on, man? What's going on, my brother? Oh, man. Out of Atlanta, man. In these streets. Out of Atlanta, boy. Everything's going well. I know you in hot Atlanta, man. How hot is Atlanta? Physically, what what's the temperature in Atlanta this day? About ninety eight degrees, probably nine nine humid humid out here, brother. It's humid. And and you know one thing about Atlanta, if you ever been in Atlanta, downtown Atlanta, now are the kids downtown playing in the water as the little fountain uh, spits out so the kids can get wet up because it is hot. Yeah. Oh yes, they do. At that Centennial Olympic Park, that's what they do. They go in their bathing suits and they're getting ready to eat ice cream and out there. And that, and that water, that's, that's a tradition. And, and what, Marcus, tell me this, and if you, you know, you've been in Atlanta a, a long time. What is that tradition 
come from when it comes to the water in Atlanta? Well, I mean, it's the waterfall. It came from the 96 Olympics. I think they brought it out when they built the 15 Olympic Park, and then they uh, opened up, and traditionally everybody come in the summertime, and the water come flow, goes up to the sky, and everybody from the area come, kids and all over come, and different country, international, and they come doing their stuff in the water. It just, and it started in 96, and the Olympics came in in 96. And they're making, also, they're making a movie, as we speak right now, at the Olympic Park of the 1996 Olympics. So I'm looking at it right now. And, and you guys figure, you guys had the chance to host the Super Bowl. You was one of the yeah. guys, you was downtown in, in the thick of this thing. Tell me now, I found it to be, and, and I don't know, it, it was just maybe, I found it, you was it Atlanta was a nice place for it, but I don't know if you guys was prepared for it traffic wise. That everything was once you put it downtown Atlanta, the traffic maneuvering through Atlanta seemed like it became a headache. Is that true? What was the reviews uh, once the Super Bowl left? What were some of the things that they say they would need to take care of if another Super Bowl was to come back to Atlanta? Well, I, what I heard and they said was we did we did a great job in. in in the in the community and and, and the traffic, uh, it it was it was crazy. It was uh, different agencies for different areas from Fortin right. County to Atlanta to Gwinnett, from even for us from Florida. They all came over and came down to help with the crowd. Now the traffic was crazy, um, but that's Atlanta traffic. They, you gotta understand Atlanta got crazy regardless with regardless with just a Super Bowl. Atlanta have crazy traffic anyway. Correct. Correct. So, Mark, listen, so, listen, we talk about crazy traffic, we talk about crazy things. There's a lot of thing, crazy things that's been going on in the NBA, not knowing where guys are going to go. Guys have settled in. Guys are leaving teams after one year of bringing a team a championship. Jump ship, leaves. How? And let's get into, and, and with that, let's get into Kawhi Leonard situation. You, yes. take, you take a team to a, a championship, and all of a sudden, you leave. What do you think was behind him leaving Toronto to go to the Clippers? Well, my I think because Toronto is the market itself in Toronto, it was not a good market for for Leonard. The NBA players go there, they go there just to the business to play basketball, but they want to go to a different area. And I think right. Leonard knew what the season was over, but when he started the season, he was not going to stay there long. And I think he, but he because he's a professional. And he just—he's he, not—and he know what he's doing. He's gonna play his butt out the whole time to make sure that hey, I'm gonna give away—I'm gonna give you my 110. I'm gonna come to you, bring you a championship like he did, and then show you how to win. Because San Antonio showed him how to win uh, when he was there. So basically, what he did is that you know I'm gonna show you how to win. And every game, he put a foot foot down and play. Put the jersey on, he played the best, and he did what he had to do. And, and, and when you look at it, like you say, with him. In that situation, all of a sudden now, he moves. Mm-hmm. Kevin Durant moves. Right. How does that shake up when you, when you talk about him moving to the Clippers? Kevin Durant moving out of the West Coast. How does that shake up the way we see the new West Coast? Who do you see as the well, front runner for the West Coast? Well, you never get take LeBron out. You know that. LeBron is the winner. So you, you so he sat at home. He rested now for the summertime. So you know he rested. He's doing the, the Space Jam. 
but he rested. So you know what he's thinking about. I don't miss the playoffs. I, I, I know how it feels to not be there. I know how to feel in the championship. I know how to get that postseason. So he knows. So in his mindset, uh, I think the Lakers going to be there. Now, it's going to be wide open. You got the Clippers. Oh, man. The Clippers looking got Houston with Westbrook going to um, Houston. It's going to be saying. an interesting West. And it just – now, I don't know. We're going back a little bit, talk about Houston. We're going to jump a little bit. I don't know Harden and, and Westbrook going to play well together because they played two for two down the game. Westbrook is a bad face to the basket, aggressive. You got Harden, he's going to slow it down, side you up, and then take it to the basket. How that's going to work, I don't know. But people say in the street and people say in the city, people say in that Harden and Westbrook are going to do have a real great combination. I, I can't see it. I can't see it. And and that's and not only that, Marsh, and when we t- when we talk about Harden and Westbrook, two different types of players. How as a basketball in football you can kind of finagle it around, but in basketball, how does that really does that mesh really comes together? Uh, uh, like like they say, and they say somebody got to sacrifice something. You got to sacrifice. I, I got to give up something for this. We win championship, and Correct. who's gonna give up what? That LeBron had to give it to. He had to. Dwayne had to give it. LeBron when LeBron went to Miami. You got to give it away. You got to be sacrificing. Okay, but who's, so, who, who's gonna? Out of those two, out of those two minds, out of those two minds, who makes the sacrifice like Dwayne Wade made here in Miami? Who makes ooh. that? Which one of those players make that sacrifice? I don't know. That's that's tough. Well, I mean that's tough because you got both of them strong will. I mean, Westbrook got Westbrook got his personality. Harden got his. It's gonna be tough. So I think Harden gonna bow down a little bit because he he want to play with with another point guard. Even Westbrook and their friends. But what you think about friendship when it comes down playing for the playing for the NBA? What you think about them when they play on your team? You play, you know, friends become enemies sometimes when you're playing. You know, you see the true back because I'm a superstar. Well, man, I was a star on my team. Now you come and take my team. Correct. It's gonna be tough. It's gonna be yes. tough to give up that that crown like that. And and that's the that's and that's what I'm saying. Now let's let's take it to let's take it to L.A. Let's let's go to the Lakers. Let's go to the Lakers okay. and, we, and we talk about duos. Let's go to the Lakers. How does that play out with Anthony Davis and LeBron James? Well, and we know which we we, we kind of know how that's going. To, we think that's going to play out. But how long do Anthony Davis, star talent himself, want to take? The backseat to LeBron James, and how long you think that's going to play out? Well, pay attention, Tony. You know, LeBron told you know in, in the Nike Corporation said they can attain a uniform to six to twenty three because the fact that of of processing money, right? So uh, the right. merchandise. So now LeBron said, "I take a step back." He said he take a step back because he won't even another championship. LeBron is going to the dining room night. He got a couple more years, I think, in the league. Three more years, so he's going to take it down backseat and let. Somebody else get 23, get six. So he's trying to like, okay, I want to win another championship. I'm going to be a businessman. I want to win the championship in L.A. I can do it. And that's what you want to do. So well, my, eight, and, and, oh, go ahead. And you say he want to, and you say he want, he's willing to make that sacrifice, give up his number uh, right. to satisfy Anthony Davis and to make sure that his ultimate goal is that they get a championship. But now right. when you look across the when you look at the same area, you got Kawhi coming off of his own championship. What does he got to say about that? Well, I don't know, but the Clippers going how they going to build from that. They got, I mean, it's going to be interesting to see. 
how they build from this this team. They got PG. PG is some PJ talking. PG is not. They say is he a superstar or he's not average average player? Can he get the numbers to build the Clippers and be compete for that championship? Now it's going to be interesting in LA. We got two LA teams going to battle each other out. Who's going to go right. for the Clippers in LA? But you know, but Kawhi Leonard come off the championship. It's going to be tough. Okay, let's well, let Mark. Let's, I'm gonna let Stephen A. Stephen A. Smith talked about who he think he sees as the front runner now to win the NBA championship. The Lakers. He talks about the Lakers 2020. How it's gonna play out. So let's let, let's listen to a little bit of that sound bite between him and see what he's saying. Who he sees as okay. the West and the possible champion. Now go ahead and play that for me. Kawhi Leonard's the balance of power in the NBA this upcoming season. The Lakers are a powerhouse now. They're winning chip. But next year, the Kawhi Leonard team will surely win the title, either in Toronto or in L.A. Okay, as long as you do me a favor and stick to one point. I don't want to hear about max players, max room for two, you know, two max players. You said on the record last week that if Kawhi Leonard goes to the Clippers by himself, yes, they would win the title. I'm saying, oh. don't be. I'm just saying, stick to that. Don't give no, me no, a no, second no. player. That's no, what no, you no, said. Say, no, no, no. What I'm saying, Stephen A, is just Kawhi will do it. But it's not going no, to no, be just no, no, Kawhi. No, 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 what I'm saying, we don't know that. We don't know that. But what I'm saying is I want to make sure that I'm reminding you that you're on the record. If Kawhi oh. Leonard goes to the Clippers by himself without another marquee with him, correct? they would win the title. That's what you said. For sure. That's all, sure. That's, all, that's, yep. that's all I need to know. That's all I need yep. to know. Their biggest I disagree. Their biggest will be Denver. That's fine. I mm-hmm. disagree. Denver's obviously very formidable. And I'm not going to sleep on Denver like I did last year. You, you might, Marsh, you heard it right there. Stephen A. Smith speaks highly that the Lakers will win that championship. Yes. yes. I'm having a hard time seeing. I, I don't see how the Clippers are going to play uh, 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 little brother to the Lakers in this situation. I, I just don't see that uh, being played out in that fashion. And LeBron understanding that Kawhi is telling you, hey, listen, I'm. I want to be the biggest thing in L.A. Ah, you know, go ahead. It, go ahead. It, it's, it, it's, it's, you, you got the beast. You got one of the king in L.A. You got to understand, he's in the gym right now working. And while in, he's a he's a beast too now. You can't take nothing away from him. But we're talking LeBron James. We're talking about he's trying to get a super team. We're trying to get this team. It's going to take a minute for L.A. Clippers to understand the value of what they got going on. You got LeBron already saying, you know what, I'm going to bring a championship to L.A. as I see now, and that's what we're going to do. So my, my, I, I feel L.A. is going to win a championship because of LeBron, because of the hunger, because of the thirst. Quiet Leonard is quiet now, but he's right. able to win. He quiet storm. But P.G., is, is he P.G. can give it to him? I don't know. Paul George can give it and make sure – he can win that championship. He may get another superstar, you know. So it's going to be kind of difficult to to really. But when I see this thing is playing out the way basketball is playing out, and over the last couple of years, and you know, since we say the turn of the Miami Heat, when you put together the superpowers and you build one team 
to make a championship. Brooklyn is trying to make that run. The Nets trying to make that run also. They bring right. bringing Kevin Durant with the possibility that Kevin Durant may not even play the 2020, 2019-2020 season. Yes. So uh, how does that play out for Brooklyn? Do they look – well, we're really not looking for the 2019-2020. We're looking more at the 2020-2021 season, unless they know something that we don't know, that Achilles can heal faster than we thought it can. Well, you know what he heard it the first time we talked before. He heard it then the first time. He, he Correct. It. So he heard, so now he damaged it. So he got to take the time off. And you, you look, a lot of NBA players that have got that injury, and they played two or three years in the NBA. They didn't play longer than that. It, it's tough. It's gonna be a, it's gonna be a problem. Now, higher rehab. Now, what people saying in in the community at the barbershop, they saying, "Hey, he's skinny." He don't got that much yeah. weight, so he probably it probably, it probably heal real quick enough that he'd be able to, to do what we have to do to get stronger. That's what they're saying in the barbershop. That's what they're saying in the community. However, As, can he do it? Maybe, I, maybe not. I don't see. And I said this, Marge. I said this during the playoffs. I said Golden State will you will will go to him only if they got in trouble. Yeah, they got in a situation, and they got in a situation to where they got in trouble, to where automatically at that time they had to bring him in. They had to bring him in uh, because they needed him. They was in a tight situation, and if you notice, that game got even got pretty tough while he was in the game. Yeah. Once he went out of the game, it sucked the complete life out of Golden State, and now that he's gone from Golden State. You don't even hear the talk of Golden State at all in the West. They have they done. Behind, they fell behind the Clippers. Oh, yeah. They're done. I mean, if you think about it, Durant won a temperature for them because he's another spark to that team. He's a superstar of that team. Nothing take away from, take away from uh, Curry. And, uh, and, it's hard and to take away from Steph Curry, Mark. Now, now, Steph Curry has won a championship without him also now. Well, you got to remember now, you got to pay attention now, Tony. Kawhi Leonard wasn't playing. No, no, Kawhi Irvin. No, Irvin wasn't playing when he played. That's why they lost that championship. Because remember, we injured through that, that team with LeBron that won. That's why they won with that time. I ever, when Kawhi came back, what happened? What yeah. happened? Yes. You know? It, it, I mean, that's – so you got to remember, that's, that was the key thing about that. Because um, Kawhi Irvin can – hey. He can he's a top player, one of the top point guards in the league. But when you put that D on Steph Curry in that game, Steph Curry can do nothing at I mean nothing at all against Curry Cor- uh, Kyrie Cor- Irving. Correct. At all. Correct. Now so now we go ahead. We look at that, we look at the Atlantic standard, we look at Toronto, you got Philadelphia, you got Boston, you got Brooklyn, you got New York. So now, where does Brooklyn Pan out, Toronto. Okay, you, 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 you said I, New York. New, New York in trouble. They got nobody. You know that, right? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So they does they fall at the bottom of their standings when they, which they was already at the bottom of their standing, only winning 17, losing 75. Brooklyn, 42 and 40. 
Now, does that elevate Brooklyn past Toronto and Philly and Boston? Well, it's not by Milwaukee now. We yeah, Milwaukee yeah. out there. Correct. We got, we got right. the freak out there, man. We can't forget about Milwaukee now. They they still on the top of the game now. Now, now, the, now Jersey, Brooklyn is a higher higher standard now than Knicks. The Knicks didn't get nobody. So people from Brooklyn, New York, they 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 upset. They upset. The reason why they didn't have nobody. So now we're gonna see that who the top of the East. You got you got Brooklyn in the top of the East. You got you got you got the Bucks in the top of the East. Now Philly lost Jimmy Butler. I don't know. That team's gonna be. They need. They they young. They need some. So, yeah. They they they. Go ahead, Tony. Go ahead. So no no you finish. Go ahead and finish that. Go ahead and finish that thought. So, I want to I want to elaborate on. So it's gonna be tough for them to the Philly to win because Jimmy Butler's gone. So you gotta think the Miles gonna be Brooklyn. They're gonna be. They're gonna be now Boston is gonna be tough because the guy gotta go walk over there too. But I have a can't walk and lead that team. That's a young team over there. Philly's a young team. You know, you have some leadership. Butler's gone. You're going to Miami. So it's going to be tough for anybody. You got to be the Bucks come out that east. And then Brooklyn. Brooklyn will take a time. It's going to take another step back in the 2021 for the winning championship. And, and, and so you, if, if you had a choice to pick the way the east would come or fall when you talk about the top, let's go to the top five teams, you would put Milwaukee at the top? Oh, definitely. Definitely. Milwaukee's at the top. Milwaukee's at the top. I mean, who, who would be number two? Uh, that's going to tough now. You got, you, got, you, got, you got Boston. You got Boston with Walker. And you, you got – and you got uh, – Philly maybe three. It may be three because of the experience because they got big boy. Um, but I don't know. I mean, yeah, I, it's two going to be tough. It, it's, you know, it's like, it's like you, you don't know, like, it's like college. You don't know, in college football, you know somebody's going to win, they got a foul. But in NCAA basketball, think about it. You know, in a, in a hot moment, that team is hot, who hot is hot. So you don't know who's going to be hot through the season, through the middle of the season. You know LeBron team going to be hot. You know that. You know this team is going to be hot over there. Uh, Lake Clippers going to be hot. You know, OKC is going to be hot because they had Westbrook. You know, Houston's going to be hot now. You know, they still have Houston going down there. So you don't know to get close to that. When that when that postseason comes, everything changed. Everything rises to the season. Everything the game changed over. So it's gonna be tough to see. But can Philly have the experience and have the, the experience with the leadership? Cause they're young, can they win? It's gonna be tough for them. Milwaukee, they've been there. They thirsty. They want it. Milwaukee wants to be that Milwaukee wants to be that Toronto Raptor of this year, this past season. Right. That's what they're trying to get. But now if and and, and we say say if Kevin Durant comes back before we, at the end of the season, getting ready to go in the playoffs, and Brooklyn is right there in the thick of things. Do you jump Brooklyn over Milwaukee? Just no, because not he's yet. back. No, not, not, I don't think it's because it's going to take that time for the heel to get to run down that basketball table. That's what happened the first time. Yeah, that basketball exactly. table is something. So it's going to take a while for him to, to get in shape, to get in shape. But that's, to get in shape. But, so it's going to take a while for him to do that. So... It's up to, it's, if I was if I was Durant, what I would do? Oh my God! I sit out, wait, and get and wait my time and, and do the study how the NBA players who come back who have that injury, how fast they came back too soon. Go in the pool, work out, work on weight, build that strength, get run on heels, build that strength up, and I bet he'd be one of the top NBA players again in the NBA. So you, you 
you you see probably you see that more along the line of 2021 versus 2020 because of oh, yeah. the playoffs. He's not going to get an opportunity to get in shape at all. No, not at all. The game is moving too fast. It's another season when you're talking about the playoffs of the NBA. It's a whole nother level. The games have stepped up another level. So now that puts you in a whole nother situation when it comes to uh, 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 being ready for the playoffs late, that late in the year. Right. Right. I mean, basketball is another beast again in shape. It, I don't care what soccer one is not the sport again, got to be in top shape. But basketball, it's just like soccer. You constantly moving. And if your body not used to that agility and running, and you run it, you win it. And when you win it, it's hard to catch that win coming. Especially you got to take basketball. You got to play defense. You got to touch the ball. You got to move your feet. You got to shoot the ball. It's, you got to look. It's, it's, a, it's a constant moving, head, head moving around. So definitely him not being in shape. Now, he can run back and forth. He can do, he can do practice. But that actually that running down there and playing a real actual game with a light on, you know, Tony. You know how it is playing sports. When the lights come on, the whole adrenaline changed. Everything changed when you were playing, we're playing sport in the game time. And it's a whole nother level. And I, I guess, and I don't know if he was trying to psych himself up or what, when he did his dance in the hallway, I don't know if he was really testing it out mentally or was he trying to let the people know, hey, I'm ready. I'm going to show you I'm ready. I'm going to do my little dance and let's go hit the court and let's play. And I think it started the more he got into the game and more he got fatigued. I think that's when it came into play that that Achilles started giving out slowly. Yeah. And when he went down, he never reached for his calves. No. He first reached for that Achilles. And I said it then. I said, he's popped that Achilles tendon. He yes, popped he it. And I knew it. It was already a strain. It was already weak. It wasn't a calf. It was more of an Achilles. But they put it out so it wouldn't sound so bad. And yet we find out that it was. And then after that happens, now all their dirty laundry starts yes. to be aimed out. Yes, yes. And it brought it out. Yes. I mean, Andre Dagger brought it out saying what happened. You know, the force. I'm forcing you to come. Hey, people coming. Are you going to play? That's a lot of pressure to an NBA player. You're going to play? We want championship. We need you. The owner's coming. What I mean, as an athlete, now, Kawhi Leonard, like we said before, he was smart. He said when he got hurt in San Antonio, I'm not going to play. He got a second opinion. Dallas yeah, Durant I, got a second opinion. And that should have been the same right then. He was adamant about it. He was not going to play until he knew that he was healthy. And at that point, now, but with Durant, so many people that were saying that Durant was soft. So right. did you? do you think that kind of played into the fact that, hey, I got to get back on the field. These guys thinking I'm soft. If I do not come back in this tight situation and help my team, the rest of my peers around the NBA, are they going to look at me as I'm soft of what everybody's saying? So do you feel he went out there to prove that he wasn't soft. Yeah, I think he did, but he shouldn't have to because that's your body. This is your career. Correct. You got to stand with your career. I, I'm, as an athlete, ex basketball player, collegiate basketball and program player, I come on. I, I, I'm a hurt. I'm hurt. Now my heart, my heart, and my truth and my strength. 
But if I'm hurt, I'm hurt. And you got to stand the ground like, hey, I'm, you can say what you want to, but, hey, I'm the best in the NBA. Now, me being soft is not what I'm Now I'm saying to be be soft. Yes. And, you know? And, and, and I was, because I, I, even when I kept saying it, the how bad will he feel that he the pressure that he has to come back and help them win that championship? It kind of and and it came into play that he had to come back because he were being he was being pressured to come back because they needed him bad. And if he didn't come back, what will his peers think of him? And that's what we found out now. What do his peers think of him now? That he's that he did injure himself. Well, I mean, look at it. It's the devil, you know, and the monster. You saying, okay, I got your back. I'm your brother, but you, I'm down. We we're not winning. Uh, I'm hurt. I mean, if, now now they're feeling sorry. Well, man, he really was hurt. Yeah, he was really hurt. You know, right. I don't think he was faking. I think he I think what he hurt himself that he he mean that you know he was hurt. And I think he wanted to win the championship. And what happened was that he got hurt and then. Now his whole career, and your mindset, this is Matt laying on that bed thinking about that. What was your yes. second guess? I should have played. I should have set my mind down. I, I should not. That's a learn from him. I, I forget what people say about me. I, I don't care about that. I, I, you know, now I got to build myself back up again. The confidence, how strong I'm as a man to build myself up and say how much I cannot listen to the people in, 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 the, in the society, social media, in the news. What, how my career is going to become because how did ex NBA players, Kobe Bryant, Chauncey Billups, how, how they messed their they Achilles up? Come on, even cousins, you know? Even cousins. That's a tough one. So, that's a tough one to come back from when, you, when, when you're talking about an Achilles tendon injury. That's because that got to constantly move when you're walking. That's a constant pressure. Uh, on that, that is a constant pressure on it. So, uh, the way that I mean, the way I see, but tell me this, Mark, who do you think has the best duel? Who do you think has the best duel, and who's made out the best when it comes to free agents? Now, the best duel, uh, out of Lakers, Brooklyn, uh, you, I mean, Clippers, who you think made out the best in the free agency? I'm gonna say Brooklyn. They got Kyrie Irving and they got your boy, and he got your boy uh, KD at this time. I I I, I gotta say those two. AD good now. Don't get taken wrong. He's one of the top in center well, forward because he can play because he's gonna play center. All right, but I, I gotta say that Kyrie Irving Durant. They they got that energy. Both of them quick and fast. They got that energy. They can spark the team. You know. They but we got don't. That, 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 but we don't know. If, but we don't know if Kevin Durant is going to be healthy. We don't know if he's ever going to come back to. The state of the true Kevin Durant. I, that's true, but you ask me on paper. And yeah. On, on paper, we can say if that guy here, what can that guy do? On paper, and if an injury take an injury, that he has the best too. So, Second, so now you, but you're going off what he did in the past, correct? Right, right, right. I'm going to go in the past, but then you got the fire. You second, if you want to say secondly, it's going to have to be Harden and Westbrook. That's going to be the fire team right there of those two. Two strong so, guards, quick guards. It's going to be that at the best. I think second to Durant, though, it'd be Houston. The Houston so you are saying the Lakers with Anthony Davis and LeBron James will fall behind all two of those teams? Well, what, what, now you asked you ask me now the best, I, the I, best duel. 
Right, the best duel. Correct. You, you got you got you got look with you. you got, look, you know, you got a center, you got a and they got a three, a two, three, four man playing, two or three, one the best. Well, you as a duel that gonna skip the numbers up constantly and and put energy in. So you got different different kind of players. So you got to think, you got you got uh, Westbrook and you got uh, Harden. They can put the numbers in. NBA scores quick, fast. You got LeBron post you up, score at square wheel. But can he put the fire into? Motivate the team, that energy level. AD, he can play, he's a center, but he don't bring the ball to the court. You know what I'm saying? So certain certain levels that they have of competing, they, you know, it's different 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 levels of uh, of, of players where they can bring to their team. Now we got to think of the uh, supporting cast. Now the Lakers supporting cast, they got Cousins, they got Cough, they got Paul, they got um, they got McGee, Kuzma, Dudley, got Bradley. Then you got Green, the shooter. We found out about the shooting guard came from um, came from um, um from Toronto. So we got. Right. I mean, but team wise, you ask me, I say team Lakers. Wise. Lakers. You'll say the Lakers team wise, but if you say best duo, you give that. To I give the Brooklyn number one. Then you gotta go with uh, number two, Houston. You got to. You got to. I think I, do a poll I, on I, that. I'm gonna go with the. This is how I, I would go Lakers. The Lakers, Brooklyn, and then Houston. That's how I would see this when when I when I look at it because of what just alone of what LeBron, how he elevates guys, even over what their playing ability is. We saw it down here in Miami, how he elevated right. Miami's team. Right. He elevated right. them to another level. And I think that's what he's gonna do again in LA with Anthony Davis. He's gonna elevate. But well, Mars, hey, let's go to a quick commercial break. And we come back. The NCAA. And the FBI has done it again. How far and who do you think was the scapegoat when it comes to the people in this situation? Stay tuned when we come back here on the commercial break. And that's the only goal. Um, I think that was the biggest thing for me, just the relief there um, of not, you know, not knowing the unknown anymore and, and knowing where I was going to be next season. Hey, Anthony, Mike Trudell with the Lakers and Spectrum. Uh, just wondered how you think that playing alongside LeBron on offense and defense is going to impact your game, just having somebody that's on, along that same level of skill. And then I also wondered, Coach Vogel, if you could address that as well. Um, the things you do on the floor um, is pretty amazing. Um, you know, you see it on, on you know TV and uh, you're a fan. When you're a fan of the game, you watch it a lot. And I never really had a chance to experience, you know, playing alongside him. Uh, 2012 Olympics, I didn't play as much. I would like to tile guy, just waving tiles. Um, and then, uh, you know, we had a little bit of time doing All Star games, but to get a full season and to to see the things that he's able to do, uh, pass, shoot, um, talks well defensively. Um, you know, he's a great leader. Um, you know, so I, I'm excited to, you know. We're back here live on the Tony Sands Show. I'm Tony Sands with my main man, Maurice Love, coming out of Atlanta, hot Atlanta. Well, let's get back into this thing. As you as you heard there, you, you heard him say it elevates his game. Yeah. yeah. It elevates his game. now, And that's what I said going into commercial break, that LeBron James elevates people's game to a whole nother level. That's why I see that as being my number one duel. Yeah, yeah, I, I, and I, I can see that. Uh, I can see them elevate because of LeBron, and I also can see AD 
stepping his game up, pushing, Le- pushing LeBron and Rondo, the whole team. And it's, when you when you chase that 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 ship, you chase the opportunity to get that ship in your hand, that trophy. It makes you a little more hungry each time. At the end of the day, that I'm the king of the mountain. So AD never felt that king. He never felt that before. So if you thinking I can go play with LeBron, I get this chip. Like when they go to state, I go to go to state, I can get this, this, this championship. So that's what they feel like. When I go somewhere, I never got a chance to play in the postseason as a postseason. So, so that, that's why I say. Mm-hmm. And March, and, and now we're, let's now we talk about playing, and let's talk about how this thing is going to play out because it played out. Scapegoating is the word that's being used when it comes to the way this investigation with the NCAA that we tapped on. Uh, earlier in the year, we tapped on this earlier in the 2019 year, the scapegoat for the NCAA, black assistance coaches were scapegoats in the yeah. NCAA recruiting trial. Yeah. What do you have to say for that? Is that true? Is that just something that they use? You're on that basketball scene heavy when it comes to the AAU and things of that nature. How... Is that the way and the people that controls the the AAU circuit? You know, it's it's so cutthroat. It, it's so much money into it that under the table. I was told if you miss the nice guy in the, in this business, you're not gonna make it. You got to You got to cutthroat. You gotta you gotta get you gotta get this money. You gotta talk under the table. You gotta you gotta make sure that what you get. Hey, I got this kid out of Atlanta. And he's six eight. He's a shooting guard. What I'm gonna get out of the deal out of the situation? What are we gonna do with the situation? Well, how much money I'm gonna get? What? Then they tell them, are they gonna sign with Adidas? Are they gonna sign with Nike? Then they're competing with each other, Nike and Adidas. Because you know, what? after you when you play for AAU, you you can't go to Georgia Tech as a Nike school sponsored school. You gotta go to Adidas school because all these years of AAU, I was sponsored where Adidas. So you can't go to play for Nike. Correct. So. So now here come the coaches. Pay attention now. Here come the coaches. Here come the assistant coaches. They're saying, okay, I got Nike here. You get this kid here, I'm going to give you 10000 15000 20000 I get this kid out Now you got to talk to the parents. Now you got to talk to the coach, the AU coach. Now you got to talk to the head coach. Now you start getting into that business now because now the assistant coach because it's a competitive business because everybody is, like you know, I know, a coaching collegiate, get the collegiate level, they come a business. If you don't win, what happens? You fire. Correct? So that's how it is. So these coaches, these black coaches, what they did, they said, okay, I'm talking to AU coaches. Okay, we pay him this money, and he's going to pay him this money to get it, get this player. So then I'm going to go talk to the parents. Parents say, okay, I want to go to Nebraska. Okay, so how much money are you going to give me? So now we're talking business now. It, and that's how the assistant coach getting involved. The head coach is here, but they close their ears. They're they, they at the bar now talking about it at the bar now. But the cell phone's off. They're talking about it. The head coach knows, but I have a the coach take the, bri- the, 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 the most of the bribe and the most of the African-American coaches. That's what happens. And, and, and March, when you look at this, and, and those that are joining the show that don't understand or haven't heard, it was a probe where the FBI made multiple arrests as part of their investigation into the dark belly of college basketball recruit, as char- characterized by Mr. King, Mr. Kim, the acting U.S. attorney for the Southern District of New York at the time, among 10 people arrested 
four college basketball coaches who were charged with multiple accounts of fraud and bribery. Those coaches, Chuck Pearson of Auburn, Lamont Evans of South Carolina, Oklahoma State, Mr. Richards of Arizona, and Anthony Bland of USC are black. All four eventually pled guilty to bribery charges. Now, understand this when we say that. Zex from Adidas was also involved in this. Uh, when we right. look at agents was all involved in this, but the people that took the brunt of the hit were these coaches, those coaches. Now, when we look at right. the head coaches, and it was it was proven that some of those coaches had new knowledge of this because it was already on tape recorders, but those head coaches did not. And Arizona was one of the places of one of the head coaches that everybody was saying he knew this was going on. Right. Right. And nothing, Arizona didn't even blink an eye. Rick Pitino probably was one of the ones of this investigation that got hit the hardest when he lost his job on top right. of the stuff that happened with, uh, with Louisville and Rick Pitino. Right. Right. But a lot of the right. head coaches in this didn't seem to get any sanctions at all when it comes to this investigation. Right. Uh, I mean, you think about it. You know, you, you're assistant coach. You, you're black. You know, you know how how hard for a black head coach in any sport that can get you know opportunity like that. You know what? It, it's tough. Mostly. Mostly college and, and professional have 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 uh, assistant coaches that are black. You gotta go Correct. through. And then how many how many black head coaches you see out there? You know. Uh, so yeah. at a I, at a black coach, he gotta go. The black coaches gotta go into the to the neighborhood. Gotta they gotta go. go in, the they gotta go in there and get them. They gotta go in there and get them. And they, they know they gotta get them. Get so, so you gotta put my sweatpants on, with hide in that gym is funky, and go in that gym and find that kid and talk to that kid. Yeah, knock on that door, go in that hood, and watch that. I game. gotta be able to. I gotta be able to speak the lingo, to in order right. to be accepted into right. that community. Right, right, and 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 that and that's 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 but that's been years. It's always been that way. White head coach, black assistant coach. You gotta have somebody. You gotta, they can't have all white coaches staff because you can't relate to the kids. There's yep, no way to relate to the kids if you if you know hard to relate to them. So you gotta have what? You gotta have a black coach, this is coach, and you got to have a white head coach, and you know a, a black coach or a head coach and a white assistant coach. Notice that you don't see three black head coaches, and on the on the um, lead coaches on the lead coaches on the bench, you may have a white coach on there because you still gotta relate to what your environment and that your environment and just the society what you do. And Mars, as you say that, and that's going on in the NBA world, is going on in college basketball. But let's segue a little bit into let me segue a little bit into the NFL. NFL football season has kicked off. Listen, training camp has opened for several teams. Training camp, especially those teams that we're playing in the Hall of Fame game. Julio right. Jones reports to training camp in Atlanta, in your city. Julio Jones, right. I'm quite sure a lot of people thought that Julio wouldn't report because he want one of these major uh, uh, contracts that Antonio Brown and all the rest right. of these guys are getting. He wanted that type of money, and they thought he would hold out, but he's reported to the training camp. And I'm quite sure Julio said, hey, listen, I'm going to try it this way. 
But only thing about the dark side, it's like a Kevin Durant situation. You go in right. here, something happens, you know you're going to be fighting hard to get your money. You're going to be fighting now, hard to get that money. Now, Tony, you know and I know, I play high school football, you play collegiate and professional. You know and I know the level of contact. You know, that yes. injury can happen in a minute. You are Correct. Injured. And your career can be over with, right? Completely so, over. So for 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 the, for the NBA, I mean, to the NFL, the athletes like those to, to play like that, they they get to try to get a big bucket. They can their future. They know as the tax is taken out, they pay the agent and all the people they pay in that team. They know how much money they're gonna bring home. So they gotta go for the gusto because they know how. What's the lifespan of an NFL player? Ten years, maybe eight and ten years. Correct. I, I, I mean. So you think about the injuries after the after the season, after the after the years of playing ball, where are where they are? So they go after the big bucks. So I'm a superstar right now. I'm gonna get it right now. Give me my money right now, and I know later on I'm gonna feel the pain later on. So give me my money. Correct. And like you said, before a lot of these guys go into the NFL, they start at the high school and and the youth league level. My man, Tommy Streeter Performance is doing a two-day camp July 27th and 28th, 2019, down in Miami, Doral, Florida. Two days of the Tommy Streeter Performance camp is going on first day. It is going to be going on there. First day starts at 12. It's a 12 to 3. We'll host elementary and middle school athletes. 3 to 6. We'll host the high school level athletes. Second day, same times, same repeated of it, A and B schedule. As a matter of fact, Marsh, I have I have Tommy Streeter on the air. What's going on, Tommy? What's going on, my brother? What's up? Oh man, I'm just chilling, man. We're here. I'm doing what I love, getting a chance to talk sports and and, and have fun while I'm doing it, man. I see you doing a. Uh, doing one of your camps down there in Doral. Oh, yeah, man. It's going to be next uh, weekend, July 27th and 28th, two-day uh, event where I got uh, kids from age 6 to 18 coming out, learning from uh, roughly about 20 guys who are former NFL athletes, you know, sharpening up the, the tools, you know, adding things to the toolbox, understanding the game further in detail, and uh, having an opportunity to compete against each other and see where they line up with guys their age. Now, Tommy, you know... South Florida is known for being able to put guys in the league, guys like yourself. Tell me when when these kids come to these camps, and you know I put them, I've been out at some. What is it about South Florida that makes these these kids special than anywhere in the country? I think uh, mindset, you know, approach. Uh, the way they uh, attack everything, understanding that for a lot of kids, it is their way out. Uh, so just a, the amount of effort that goes into that understanding, it's make or break, you know, for a lot of guys and their families, it's more serious for guys. You know, we it, it's a boatload of talent here. You know, yes. for one guys, you know, equally, you know, they work with their talent, then, man, the sky's the limit for these guys, man. You can just go, hey, you can go fishing and catch anything out here. Exactly, man. What made you trans? What made you open up a want to get into the performance side of this business? Oh, I can't even hear you. I'm sorry. I said, what? What made a guy like yourself want to get into 
the performance, the Tommy Streeter Performance Program. What made you want to have your own performance center? Uh, I guess just the love for developing athletes and also working on their uh, mental aspect side of the game. You know, a lot of times in sport, uh, kids deal with things off the field, you know, need a lot of mentoring, just making sure their head's on the right way. So I felt like, you know, just my knowledge and my background with the combination of the man who God called me to be, uh, you know, just doing it the way that I want to do, you know, just being able to talk to kids about things is real, meet to reach them on a deeper level, you know, just push them to heights and just to go farther than anything that I've accomplished in sport. So just a genuine love for the game and uh, developing an athlete. Tell me, what are some of the guys that will be out uh, at the camp helping the young, helping these future stars become better athletes? Give me some of the names that will be out there so my listeners can know who is expected to be there. Uh, okay, so I'm going to be with the receivers. Uh, my friend Michael Lee Harris played with me at Miami Northwestern, went to Louisville. He was a uh, U.S. assistant wide receiver coach. Uh, guy I played with uh, in Jacksonville, A. Sanders, from uh, the St. Pete area, uh, went to South Carolina. Uh, Rennell Hall, local guy, went to Carroll City, was uh, with the Cleveland Browns. Ja'Cory Harris, you know, another local guy, University Correct. of Miami quarterback, Miami Northwestern quarterback. B.J. Daniels, uh, he was quarterback of South Florida, Tallahassee guy, uh, played for the Seahawks, uh, Texans. San Fran, he's been all over the league. He's going to be another quarterback. I got Tracy Howard, DB, played at the University of Miami, uh, Cleveland Browns, a couple other teams in the league. Uh, Tracy Howard, I mean, I apologize, Travis Howard, local guy, prop, DB, went to Ohio State, played for a couple teams in the league. EJ Biggers, uh, Antrell Roll coming out day two. Uh, Sean Spence going to be with the linebackers. Uh, Thurston Armbrister. Uh, Mike Smith played at University of Miami. Uh, man, Malcolm Lewis. You got, I got all man, I got you got guys the, you got Mike the list. James, man. You got the list of lists when it comes to these. Listen, if you're a young <laughs> athlete, you, you, you can't help but drool over having an opportunity to learn knowledge from these guys, man. It, it, it is unbelievable of uh, the number of guys that you got. Normally, when guys do these camps, you know, you'll get – one or two that may pop in, but they don't get that interactive. They'll walk around, go from position to, but your guys seem like they're going to be right there in the thick of it with their cleats on with these guys. Exactly. Exactly. That's what it was all about for me. Being able to show these guys what the finished product looked like, being able to actually mentor and show them how to work, you know, because most of the times if you go to a camp and you tell the guys, okay, we're going to do this drill, and you kind of talk through it and may walk through it, but they don't know how it's supposed to look. Correct. So that's one thing that I told all my guys when I reached out to them. Hey, man, we wanna, I want to be able to have everyone to have on cleats, you know. Show these guys. Show them how to work. You know, almost, you know, hold their hand. And even a route technique. Understanding that my cover three slant is, is different uh, versus cover two slant. Just all the little details that, you know, that your high school coach or optimist coach, coach might not be able to tell you. You know, I understand that I've been to a lot of high school coaches in the South Florida area, and one thing that I start to realize that in the school system is that, you know, some schools, are you know, their budget isn't up to par, so the, the piano teacher might realistically be the TV coach, you know. So yes. <laughs> when you're talking about actual experience, you know, actual experience, like I wanted to create a, a, 
a way for guys to learn firsthand from guys who played on the, the highest level. Correct. So, you know, this is what I came up with, you know, for guys to just grind, man, just craft and just have a new refreshed mindset going into the season. So guys usually, I think FSA rules, I think guys get in the helmets on that 29th. So Correct. this is just an opportunity for guys to add things to the toolbox, man, refocus, man, be motivated, be pushed, have a different outlook. It was numerous times I wanted to give up on this journey, you know, but if I can, you know, touch someone who's probably going through that same thing, then, man, I've done my job, man. If I could just spark something in one kid. That, and that's that's all we're out here in this battle. I call it as as young as men here trying to develop other young men in trying to be the best mm-hmm. that they can, whether it's on the field or off the field. Guys, it's places, it's camps like Thomas Street of Performance and the things that you are doing for Miami, Dade County, Broward County, Palm Beach County, because I'm quite sure you're going to have guys coming from as far as Palm Beach County to come to this event. Man, I want them from everywhere, man. Yes, yes. Man, listen. Everywhere. And I also, one thing that was big to me was, you know, it might be something at their high school or their youth park, but I wanted to just reach all ethnicities, man. Just have all these guys come together, develop relationships, and work and grind together, man. You know, relationships, oftentimes you're in an NFL relationship, that means something. Sometimes guys are, they're they're rushing to get back to football for the locker room, you know. So that's one thing that's big to me, man. Just just providing an opportunity for guys to really, you know, connect on a personal level and just go through that grind together. Understand that, okay, a guy from Miami Northwestern, how he grinds. You know, he might be one of the top athletes. And you can see where I stack up against a guy from a private school or someone who doesn't normally, you know, play each other, but... You hear about these kids. Okay, well, let's all come together and let's all work. We all have a common goal to make it to the next level. Exactly. Let's be a mentor about some great guys and let's push each other, man. Let's just work. Hey, man, listen, I got to go, but I'm going to stop into the camp. I'm going to come in that the first day of the 27th. Man, I'm going to stop by because I want to see this. I love getting out and seeing it. So you you will be seeing me on the 27th. I'll probably get there. Uh, around that no. one o'clock, day one, you guys start at twelve o'clock to three o'clock for the younger guys, yeah, and then one. three to six for the older guys. Correct? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right. So yeah, you'll see me there. I'm gonna come out, man. I'm gonna put this up on my uh, social media also and spread the word that hey, this is the place that be is in Doral at the Thomas Streeter two day camp. Taking guys' mindsets, man, elevating their skills on and off the field, and making you a better person all around. Thank you for joining the show, man. Man, thank you so much, man. My pleasure. It's always my pleasure, my brother. <clears throat> Maurice, man, this is what I'm talking about that goes on here in South Florida. Listen, right. Ed, we're trying to develop our young men here in South Florida, man, trying to make them become that next superstar because every all these kids goal and dreams is to make it to the NFL. But if we can get them to the collegiate level to where they can get them a scholarship, right? Guess what? It's all worth it because listen, I don't know where I'll be. I know I wouldn't have went to college because the how expensive college is if it wasn't for football because college is expensive and everybody is not made for college. Man, Marsh, hey, listen, it was a great time with you. Get ready. Listen, July 30th, that show is going to be like no other. Join the Tony Sands show on July 30th at Duffy's here in South Florida. We're going to be live. Come out, have some wings on the – hey, listen, 
Duffy's going to be having the best wings. Come out and join the show with us. My man Maurice will be joining us again each and every week. Breaks down the NBA season. Maurice, you keep that hot Atlanta to yourself. We kind of cool here in South Florida. I'll see you. All right. Next week. All right. Next week.